Hello, and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. This is your host, Paul Marshall. Well, this is the third of three podcasts we recorded at the AGA PDT this year. This one's with our young professionals who won the scholarship to attend their first PDT. So let's check in with uh, all these folks and see what they thought about it and uh, get some perspectives from the young professionals. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. So today we're happy to... have with us today a group of young professionals uh, here at the AGA PDT who all won a scholarship to attend the PDT and uh, we're just going to talk about their careers and uh, some of their impressions of the, of the PDT and AGA so far. So why don't we go around the room. Let's start with uh, Megan. Okay, my name's Megan Ellis. Uh, I attended Monmouth University in New Jersey. I was an accounting major and currently I've been with the NJ office of the state auditor. Um, for about five years now. I'm a senior auditor there. Um, and I joined AGA about four years ago, and I'm currently on the board as VP of Programs and Awards. Great. Samantha. I'm Samantha Alberts. I am from Ohio, and I work for the Auditor of State. Uh, I went to Bowling Green State University um, and got a degree in Business Administration. I've been on the AGA or in AGA for almost six years now and have been on the board for four and I'm currently president. Congrats. So Chris. Uh, my name is Christopher Bell. I'm currently an accountant at uh, the NASA Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. Previous experience, I graduated Wofford College in 2011. Then I did five years in the Army and the infantry, uh, including a de- deployment to Afghanistan. After that, I was a financial advisor, which I did for a couple months, and then eventually became an accountant for the government. Uh, I've been with AGA for about six, seven months. Great. Dominique? Hi, my name is Dominique Harris. I'm an auditor for the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. I've been an auditor for nine months, and I've been an AGA member for about six months. All right, and Erica? Hello everyone, my name is Erica Johnson. Um, I've been an AGA member for almost a year now. Um, I am with the DC chapter. I graduated from University of Maryland. I was actually a psychology major um, and I currently work um, for Homeland Security as an auditor. Okay, great, well welcome everybody. So uh, just gonna throw it out there to everybody, but uh, I wanna get some impressions. You know, what, what, what have you all uh, attended so far? What kind of sessions and uh, what, have you, what have you learned? Who wants to jump in there? Uh, I see them all vying. Um, I've mainly been focusing on like auditing and the government aspects um, of the sessions. Um, I've attended a few uh, AI sessions um, it's definitely really interesting to hear different aspects of um, other people's work. So, so what do you guys think about all the AI, the RPA? Is this something that is, you think your, you know, your organizations would use or have you thought about it? Are you interested in it at all? I can speak from the state perspective. I think the state is going to continue to use Excel as long as they possibly can. <laughs> um, so it's maybe not something that is on the state level uh, yet, but it is definitely really interesting and I'll bring all the information back to my state. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, I mean, I think we rely on a lot of folks that, you know, kind of younger professionals to bring forward newer technologies or at least interest in things that are beyond the kind of traditional accounting and audit. So, you know, I'm just curious if you, did you guys ever 
you know, have any data analytics courses in, in school or, you know, some of these other things that are they're trying to introduce now in the government or is it still pretty much basic, you know, accounting that you guys learn? Honestly, days? for me, it was basic accounting. Yeah, it was? It was like, I actually, accounting. I didn't even have a government accounting class when I went to college. Well, that's another yeah. thing. There, there really isn't much government accounting in schools, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's like yeah. a standard. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing really for federal. I mean, I think state and local, you see that, but you don't mm -hmm. see federal at all. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. wish there was. You know. So yeah, and that's a good point. So I mean, have you guys, you know, once you now that you started your careers, have you been able to take, you know, any good courses or training sessions for for government accounting, or is it all on the job training kind of thing? That's been a bit of both. I mean, my, my center actually has a uh, professional development course that was put together by one of our uh, senior leaders in the OCFO. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's basically a three-day course where they go over every function that we do at the research center involving finance. And then I also took the CGFM tests, which are pretty good uh, introduction yeah. to government accounting. Sure. Right. Yourself. <laughs> um, for me, I needed a few more credit hours to sit for the CPA exam. So I took a government accounting class because Bowling Green didn't offer one. Um, and then a lot of it is just on-the-job training. Right. So for your chapters, do your chapters get involved in any training activities or education, education activities? Uh, yeah, we actually have um, dinner meetings. They're almost about every single month, um, just like once a month. Um, we, have a we have a speaker come to the dinner meetings, mm -hmm. and you get a CPA for that um, particular day. So it's definitely helpful to earn my CPEs. That's good. How about little PDTs? I know some of the chapters in, around the country, they do their own little PDTs. I don't know if you guys have anything like that. So in Kentucky, we do have like a spring and fall conference, but it's nothing compared to PDT. Well, sure, it's not the <laughs> big three days in New Orleans, I guess, but that's good. So what do you all think about education, actually? Um, you know, do you feel like, hey, I got my degree, I got my, you know, CPA or if you have one or whatever and I'm, I'm good to go or I mean are you committed to continuing to learn or get certifications things like that CGFM maybe yes I'm actually looking to um, get my CGFM great yeah this conference is the first time I've actually heard of the CGFM and I think it's really interesting because I do have a bachelor's so it is something that's more accessible than the CPA mm -hmm. so I think it's definitely something in my future that's good everybody <laughs> I want to study for my CGFM, so, um, and my office actually uh, does a program where um, you can advance your career earlier if you have a certification. Right. Yeah, so it's definitely helpful towards that as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, back a few years ago, you didn't really see it as much, but, uh, you know, at least in the federal world, you do start seeing on job descriptions, you know, certifications preferred, or you, you will see CGFM on there. I've started to see it. So I think it's something that industry and the government is looking for now. You know, it's not good enough just to have your basic degree or whatever. They want to see certifications. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good thing for you guys to pursue for sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about you know, your all's day jobs. I'm kind of interested to see the, the diverse things that you all are doing. So maybe let's start with a uh, Somebody from Kentucky over here. <laughs> yeah, so I, Who's that? I am an internal auditor, so I audit the departments within our cabinet, um, and I spend a lot of time going through procurement payments, um, any kind of payments that are submitted. So I do deal with a lot of data, data analytics. I use Excel often, but 
a lot of what we do is make sure that funds are spent appropriately and have appropriate backup documentation to help our cabinet. Yeah, you should let, definitely let, let them know about RPA. I know some of the big four firms, they're actually using RPA to, to automate, you know, testing procedures and things like this. So they can go through huge, you know, amounts of data and, you know, just have, get things done more quickly with less people. So, I mean, it is something the audit profession is also using. It's not just the, you know, finance, financial management side. So it's interesting. And uh, so what, I mean, you know, so tell us a little bit about, Dominique, about, you know, what are, you, what are your aspirations? What, you know, what are you looking to do in the next few years? So I am fortunate to be in a group that has a clear career path. I know that a lot of people have talked about this week not having, you know, availability to a clear path. But, you know, I'm an Auditor 1 currently, so I can go all the way up to an Auditor 4 and then become a Supervisor, Assistant Director, Director. So that's really what I... I really like my cabinet and the people that I work with, so I do plan to move up in that career. That's great. So the audit, you know, audit world, you really, uh, it's, it's working for you. Yes, you like it. I do enjoy it a lot. Yes. It's always fun to go in and find things people are doing wrong and say, hey. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Get them on the right track. Yeah. I mean, I would say I started off my career as an auditor, too, and my only thing was eventually people, you know, I walk in the door and people, oh, God, here they are. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like I never had any friends or anything, so eventually I had to do something else, but the audit is fun. Paul, you can be your friend, too. Yeah. So. That's true. You always tell them we're there to help you. That's right. Oh, sure. To... You learned that line right. right <laughs> well, how about you, Megan? What, what's your day job? Um, so I actually work for the Office of Legislative Services, and then the Office of the State Auditor is underneath that in New Jersey. Um, we go out and audit the departments um, in the governor's branch, um, and we just we do performance audits mainly, and um, we do have a the big financial CAFR, the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report that mm -hmm. we work on. So that's a big job. Okay, and what are you thinking? future career, you know? Um, I'm very similar to Dominique. They're, my office has a clear um, career path. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently a senior auditor three, and then it goes up to one. It actually goes in the opposite direction. Um, and then you have principal auditor, manager, and then mm -hmm. assistant state and state auditor. So there's definitely room to work up. That's great. All right, so let's keep going here. How about Erica? Um, what Okay, so I um, currently work in the budget department, so pretty much just making sure our funds are spent efficiently. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> as for my future, um, I'm still debating on what I would like to do within my agency, but I know um, I am looking to get my CGFM. That's good. That's like the first thing on my radar right now. <laughs> so are you looking to pick up some other skills in the financial management world? You say you're, are you focusing mostly on budget right now, you said? Um, right now, yes. Mm -hmm. Focusing more on budget. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, there's, and there's so much to do in government accounting. I mean, you know, it's not, yes, the, I mean, budget's huge, but then you have execution, <coughs> yeah. and then you have, I mean, there's, yeah, payments, receivables, everything. Yeah. That's All of it's just like, <laughs> still, right. so I'm still debating. Yeah, I mean, you know, early in the career, it's kind of hard to figure out where, where you want to go, what you want to do, just want to experience different mm -hmm. things, right? That's what I've been doing, like just trying to yeah. get my foot in like everything. So Good. get a feel of everything. And did you attend any interesting sessions here, or what kind, what kind of things did you... Uh... Um, so the session that I did, was, that, I, that I went to, was the CGFM, of course, because oh. I just want to learn more about it. So that was like my interesting session. Great. 
Well, Chris, tell us about yourself. How about your job? So right now I'm in the headquarters building at uh, the NASA Langley Research Center, and I work in the travel office. So it's my job to uh, make sure that travelers, when they're submitting their authorizations, that they're in compliance with the federal travel regulation. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of accounting involved in it, but it's mostly just you know knowing your stuff with the FTR. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, after that, I want to stay up the headquarters building for a couple more years. I want to switch over to you know maybe the the cost section of the OCFO, maybe reimbursables. Uh, my goal is to get a well-rounded you know experience in several functions. And once I'm a little bit more experienced, then I'll head down to some of the projects on the center. I also have a right. goal of uh, getting my CPA one day. Oh, good. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be a long journey, believe me. <laughs> yeah, I think it took me like 10 years, oh, which sounds horrible, us. but yeah. You know, yeah, no, but I mean, CGFM, you can probably get there a little faster. So you start with that one, and then the CPA, yeah, it's a great life goal, let's put it that way. <laughs> Bucket list sort of thing. One day in the future. Yeah, one That's of these fun. days. So, uh, and then how about Samantha? Tell us about your job. Um, I'm an auditor for the state of Ohio. Um, I'm in the actual state region. We do have local auditors. I, I interned there for a summer, so I got that experience early on. Um, and now I just work on audits uh, for state agencies as a financial auditor. So I do gap work and single audit work. Oh, okay. Very good. And how about your, what were your aspirations? Uh, my aspirations, uh, ours doesn't go up as high as Dominique's. Um, you start, you go from assistant auditor one to three and then go to an audit manager and then a senior audit manager. So uh, I would like to finally become an audit manager here soon. Good, yeah, absolutely. And you were saying you're the president of your chapter, right? Yes. So how, how did that, how'd you get so high so fast? You know, how'd you do that? <laughs> um, so I'm part of the Central Ohio uh, chapter and I started off as a newsletter um, editor for four years and then they asked me to attend a SLIM, which is now LEAD. And uh, I brought back a lot of great ideas and they thought that I would be a good fit for the position. So started off president-elect and then now I'm the president. So what have you learned from that experience so far? Well, it just started. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's actually a little more work than I anticipated. Yeah. I'm getting more emails um, because our chapter does a two-day PDT, so we have a huge education committee. Uh, so I've been getting a lot of questions about that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to get to that. And then we're hitting our busy season, so that's the other thing, trying to do that nice balance between AGA and work. Right. No, and I mean, I think I found that folks that participate on the boards that are, that are leaders, I mean, they're super busy. You know, I mean, their day job is super crazy busy, and then the, they're just enthusiastic about it. They like it, so they, they, they spend a lot of time on on the board and AGA activities too. So, I think it's all you know. In the long run, it's a great thing. I mean, just because you have a, the ability to basically, you know, you have your your team, so to speak, to help you kind of run the chapter for a year. I mean, that's a great experience, you know. Yes, and yeah. we have a great committee, so they're there to support. If I don't know something right off the top of my head, they're like, "Oh, this is where you need to look." So it's been, so far, wonderful. Yeah, definitely put that on the resume. That's a good thing. <laughs> so how about you, uh, the rest of you guys? I know uh, Megan said she has, she's home with education. Oh. Right, so I just started as, um, same as uh, Samantha, I just was um, appointed into this position. We actually haven't voted on it yet, but um, VP of Education and Awards. So I'm not too sure what it all entails, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's, that's great. 
Um, and then the, uh, the other guys, are you also involved in chapters, in your chapters or your boards? So no, my Kentucky chapter, we have, um, like Megan said, we have monthly meetings um, where we do have a speaker come and talk. And, you know, our last meeting was about the Kentucky retirement system. So it was very packed. Hmm. It was a very big meeting. Everybody wanted to know the ins and outs and where it was going and how it was going. So, um, but I do really appreciate our monthly meetings. It does bring a lot of new information to especially the young professionals in our AGA chapter. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, one of the things I like when I first joined, I was early careers, young professional as well. Um, and pretty much two years in, they said, good, we want you to run the, early, you know, the, the young professional, you're the young professional board member now. So you figure out all these events. I was like, okay. So, you know, I'm in DC and I was like, all right, well, let's do a happy hour. Let's do another happy hour. Let's do a wine trip. Let's do a ski trip. And then all these things because our chapter was the second biggest chapter in the country. So Northern Virginia. So it was just, I mean, it was fun, but it was also, I mean, I can't tell you how many people I met, you know, government and contractor world, because, you know, we're all kind of mixed together. Um, and just opportunity to kind of lead something, you know, early in my career, which yeah, I was just kind of doing what people told me, right? But now I got to make decisions and, you know, kind of come up with creative ideas and things like that. So that's what I got out of it. And speaking of that, I think that's an interesting topic, just networking in general. Just I, I want to hear about, you know, what do you guys think about networking? What does that mean to you? Have you had a chance to, to meet some folks here at the conference that you maybe have not, would not have met normally? So yeah, let's put somebody on the spot. Let's see what Erica thinks. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, I have had the opportunity to network with a few people, and it has been um, amazing, cause, um, especially because I probably wouldn't have met any of these people, <laughs> you know, yeah. if it wasn't because of this, but um, for me, it has been amazing. Um, I have had several business cards, and I plan on reaching out um, to um, the people that I've spoken, that I have spoken with. Great. So I, you know, I was speaking to Chris earlier about it, even in that round table event, um, you know, I probably made 20 to 30 more LinkedIn connections, yeah. you know, people that I never would have met just in Kentucky. So, and just meeting people in line at Starbucks who are from <laughs> Boston or, you know, Maine or different states that I never would have met. So it's really, it's been a great opportunity to network. Yeah, I think networking is really important. I mean, I, I plan on staying in NASA as an agency probably for my whole career, sure. or at least I'm saying that now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's there's like nine centers total for NASA. So, yeah. you know, my goal is, you know, meet people from other centers and maybe one day, you know, I'll be given the opportunity to work at another center. Yeah, I mean, because networking is not just external, it's internal too. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, NASA's huge, right? Yeah. I and mean, there's people all over the country, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could, you'll never get to know all, all those folks. So, you know, <laughs> just, I mean, but, the more, the more people you know, the more people start to know you. I mean, the LinkedIn thing, actually, I think it's, it's pretty good. I mean, you, just because you see who does this person know, and then who do they know, and they're, you know, it's just, I mean, it, it's not necessarily just a, people think of networking, they think, oh, is this just like a, you know, a sales thing for contractors, or is it just a popularity contest thing? It's like, no, I just, it's just good to know people who at some point can help you or you can help them, right? I mean, what do you guys think? Um. So just this past lead for the East Coast, um, I actually met someone from Indiana. Uh, she was uh, accounting director out there, and she ended up con we um, 
exchange business cards and they were implementing some different things for single audit work and so she ended up contacting me so she became a resource for me and yeah. I became a resource for her um, so that's been great and then um, the mentors last last night at mm -hmm. the young professional event um, I reached out to Atisha and got her number so I'm oh, excited it's good for to have a new mentor yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every, what everyone else said, um, networking is super important to me. I actually got a chance to meet and talk to Ernie, the incoming president, um, and his wife, which yeah. was awesome. Um, got his business card. Uh, my chapter is actually going to try and get him to come out and speak at one of our fall seminars. So PDTI wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't come. Right. <laughs> yep. I mean, do you feel like a lot of these senior folks were very accessible, you know, or were you surprised by that? Or I think we were surprised when Ernie walked up to us as well. Um, he walked up to me and mm -hmm. Samantha and gave us um, his business card, and I thought that was um, really nice and um, humble um, because I was like, oh, my gosh, he's the president. He's coming up there. <laughs> I mean, so that, was, so that was nice. It was very nice. I will say for a lot of the speakers as well, they've been very approachable. I've spoke to most of them after they've sp spoken and, mm -hmm. you know, gotten their information and connected with them and just asked them some questions, you know, and they've been really approachable. So do you all think that uh, you're more likely now to, to reach out to somebody about a job question or, you know, that you may have just met through a network versus just immediate people at your, at your job? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, something interesting, I mean, this is more maybe in the federal world, but, you know, something I found, even, you know, where I am today, I, for certain topics, there's not that many people doing it, like the RPA thing. You know, there's only a few agencies that have kind of jumped in there. So we, we're all kind of learning at the same time. So, you know, we don't know what we're doing. So we call each other up and say, hey, how did you do that? Or how did you get this through security, you know, clearances and things like that? And everybody's willing to help each other. So it's just a really nice, you build like these little communities Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I'm sure, you know, that that's the case for many subject areas, you know, audits or whatever it may be. So, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm happy you, you are all are seeing the, the importance of networking because sometimes people are just like, ah, I don't get this networking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, why don't we talk a little bit more about, um, so again, I know we talked about CGFM a little bit, but, you know, is that, what do you guys think about, you know, long term, um, do you think, that's something that really will help your career and you know um you know what why do you think that's that's the case or you think you're good without without a certification <laughs> i think especially for you know those of us that do plan on continuing into government accounting it is something that will help you be a supervisor be a manager move up quickly and just show that you do know what you're talking about and then you do have extra experience to kind of back up your certificate and I think it also shows that you're outgoing and you want to keep learning and pursue extra extra educational things. Absolutely. Right. And it's like another thing that um, you would be in this community, because at least at PDT, everyone's wearing their CGFM pin, and you're like, oh, I'm a CGFM too, if you have the certification. So yeah. it's another opportunity to meet more people. I think it put a, puts a lot of things in context because, like, like we were talking about earlier, not many people actually get government accounting when they're in college. So even understanding the broad framework of how the government works, I think, will uh, really set you on the path to success. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Well, I just have one last question for everybody. Um, again, so this is everybody's first time here, right? Is that yes. right? Yes. yes. Okay. So just give me one thing that you're going to take back with you, you know, something you learned or something you want to learn more about or talk to your folks back at the office about. So just off the top of your head, what do you think? We'll start on, on my left here. I'm going to take back the gumbo. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to take back my knowledge on, like I said, the CGFM and my supervisor um, actually has one. So I'm going to take back what I've learned and try to pick her brain to see, um, you know, how does the process go? Um, are there any, you know, tools and suggestions that she has for me um, prior to even taking their exam? Great. So I think the main thing that I've definitely learned this week is I've taken a lot of classes on the generation differences in the workplace mm. and how to better communicate, you know, especially with my supervisor being three generations apart, you know, it does make it difficult to communicate. But just listening to several speakers talk about how it is difficult, but it will help and it can help productivity and make your workplace better just to have those differences. So I think a lot of the notes that I've taken have been about how to better communicate and use this to your advantage in the workplace instead of looking at it as a disadvantage. Great. Uh, so I actually took one, uh, one presentation called the 15 most ha must have pr productivity apps. Hmm. And uh, basically I learned a lot about, you know, apps that can really, you know, help increase workflow in my center. So I, I definitely plan on bringing that back and, you know, seeing what, what I can apply to make work a little bit easier. That's good. Uh, on the first day of the conference, I attended how to work your way up from the bottom to the top. Hmm. And uh, one of the speakers, Lisa Wiggins, um, described what wait means um, so like if you don't get a promotion you just need to wait uh. and write down your vision and work on it and then assess yourself get involved inquire and inspire um, and then while you're working your way up and waiting um, you can teach others yeah that's great insight um, so one of the things that I'm probably gonna take back to my office is I actually learned this yesterday at the Young Professionals um, Roundtable, uh, the whole important aspect of mentoring. Um, my office actually used to have a mentorship program, and then it kind of died down with less new incoming people, but we actually got a huge um, number of new people this year. Um, so I definitely think it would be beneficial for our office to implement that program again. And I think it'd be really important so I did want to ask you guys, um, you know, you were all here as part of the scholarship program. Um, you know, what, what, what did you like about that program and uh, any areas for improvement or things we could do better? Um, I really liked the uh, Young Professionals Roundtable event that we had and then when it went into the networking reception. Um, it was definitely beneficial to talk to other young professionals and kind of get feedback from them about what their departments do and um, the struggles that they face and you know mm -hmm. all that good stuff <laughs> yeah I think the scholarship program as a whole is a great opportunity for someone like me from Kentucky to go to a state that you've never been to mm -hmm. to a huge event filled with other auditors and accountants people who work for the federal government that I would never normally meet so it definitely gives you an opportunity to network but it gives you an opportunity to you know, visit another city that you wouldn't normally get to visit. 
any uh, things you guys would do a little different next year or any recommendations for us? Um, uh, Recommendation-wise, I would just suggest um, maybe um, the program have a booth for us or some type of award so that way um, people here would know who we are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And not only would that, you know, promote young professionals, but I think that it would encourage, you know, other um, young professionals to maybe even want to join. Right. Um, so that would be just my only suggestion. Yeah, I mean, like Erica said, there are, you know, I think 2,500 people here. So we are five people who won a scholarship that maybe not everybody knows about or has heard of, and we are kind of just people in the sea of other people. So. Um, just maybe just a separate maybe let us walk on stage to show people that we did win a scholarship and we are happy to be here and we worked really hard to get here absolutely I agree and we'll, I think we should do that and uh, maybe a larger room for our YP session <laughs> <laughs> yes well great well thanks everybody for joining today and I hope you enjoyed your first PDT and uh, yeah thanks for coming out thank, thank you. you that's our show we're all back from New Orleans and back to work, trying to close out this fiscal year. So uh, we'll have a few more podcasts for you in September to uh, take a break from all that hard work. Check out our website, agacgfm.org. Plenty of podcasts there. We look forward to the next time you can join us. Until then, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks with AGFM.